Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I was really surprised at the liberties, the many liberties they took in adapting this work. But uh, there's, you know, because the first one followed it so well, I assumed that they were just going to go up here and 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 crush it but uh that it does seem like they are like he's almost expecting to get dune messiah hello everybody welcome back to another first run bald movie today we've got the grand climax to the dune saga as envisioned by denae villeneuve villeneuve i I, i've fucked up his name so much i don't even really know how to pronounce it yeah i i can't help you man Sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've been curious. I last night I watched uh, the first one, Dune Part One. Me too. Uh, to have it fresh in mind, I also watched David Lynch's Dune. Uh, oh God. Right up until the point it catches, I, I I had to go to sleep right as it caught up to the first movie. Uh, interesting. That movie is like two hours and two and a half hours long, and I got to the halfway point, quote unquote, where the the first movie stops off, and I stopped, and I had like thirty five minutes left, which. Thing is indicative of how the the pacing of that movie goes. Uh, you gonna, I, I'm you gonna polish it off tonight. You gonna finish the Dune, the David Lynch. Dune? I'm definitely gonna do it this weekend for sure. And I also mm, think okay. in the weeks ahead, I kind of because I've never gotten through the science fiction, the sci-fi channel uh, adaptation miniseries, which I hear oh. is very faithful to the book, but very low budget, which is kind of mm. um, my review from from a long time ago. And I, I never, I got like a couple episodes in, never finished it. But who cares? We're here to talk about the the new movie, uh, and I guess I'm most curious yeah. to see what you thought of it. This is, you know, I saw that this is a 95 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's even higher than the original. Uh, I know a lot of uh, huh. the critics that I enjoy are really high in this movie, and the advanced buzz was big. You're not a reader of Dune. You're not an enjoyer of Dune. You have not really grokked with any of the adaptations or portrayals uh, yet and you crucially held off judgment of what you thought of Dune the entire project until you saw that part two you've seen part I, two spill it what do you think I, so Villeneuve is talking about doing a third one do I have to hold off my opinion or can I have an opinion now because I feel like this is a pretty complete story like it I, I get what it's doing and it's uh-huh. doing that pretty well um, and it's something I don't see super often, which is sort of a subversion of the one tropes, right? Mm. And, and and maybe like an indictment of singular leadership in general. Um, and I I think that stuff is pretty well told. I, I recall coming out of the first one, going, I don't know about the motivations of all these people if they're as smart as I think they are. This one did a good job of sort of filling in the big question marks I had about people, uh, about these families, and like why the emperor doing what he's doing, and why are the Harkonnens doing what they're doing. It it tied that up pretty neatly for me, which I was surprised by because I thought, oh, they can't. None of this really makes a lot of sense. Um, so I was pleasantly surprised by that. Obviously, the visuals. I mean, come on. 
with <laughs> with only three colors to work with brown black and white uh they do about as much as you can possibly do with it uh, and make it look pretty amazing i just don't think the dune is for me is it is it can you recognize like something is being very well made and and having good qualities without it also being something you want to engage with because that's how i feel about dune I'm trying to think. I know there's been instances of that, but not usually things that I've sat through and, and watched the whole thing before. I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of good on that. I, I know it's happened before. Um, I yeah, I'm. Cu- I, I I wish I knew. I wish I could figure out the right series of questions to ask to get into why. Because I I was hoping. I really was hoping. Like I you know I I never expect anyone to like the David Lynch <laughs> movie um, because it's kind <laughs> of, of course, inscrutable if you don't read the me. book. Uh, I quite enjoyed the book, but it is uh, a very weird science fiction book written in the 60s about ecology and uh, the perils of, uh, well, I mean, shoot, man, I I just really, really like the Dune novel. Um, But yeah, I mean, I can only speak for myself. It's it's weird that Mm -hmm. like, I don't feel elated or I don't feel like pumped up because this movie is not that kind of movie, at least, you know, like I I think if you're watching (laughs) this with your eyes open every triumph is a uh is something that a, a thinking person would despair at i was really surprised at the liberties the many liberties they took in adapting this work um and i can't talk about them until we get to the spoiler section but uh there's you know because the first one followed it so well i assumed that they were just going to go up here and and huh. and crush it but it does feel like i will say as someone who's read two and a half book mo- uh, d- books of dune Mm-hmm. Uh, that it does seem like they are like he's almost expecting to get Dune Messiah, which is the second one. Like this, this feels like um, it's it's begging for the the the, the next sequel, and it, it felt, felt like to it to me, me too. Yeah, like unfinished business. Like it, there's a way that they could have ended this movie where it had been like, yep, throne room at Yavin, you're all good, mm-hmm. and then if you get Empire, great. If not. And like he did end it with a little bit of an ellipsis, a little bit of a dot, dot, dot. And yeah. I was surprising. And I, I, I got to say, I think a little disappointing. But huh. uh, also, if we get a Dune Messiah and he crushes that, then I'll be speaking out the other side of my mouth. So I thought it was awesome. Yeah. There's a couple things I thought was surprising. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about a walk in as the emperor in the spoiler section. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, just like this is this is like a science fiction Lawrence of Arabia, and I love Lawrence of Arabia, and uh, so yeah, of course I love this. Um, Makes sense, but it didn't. Like I said, it's it, that's this this movie's like I remember how I felt when like Lord of the Rings. I, I I saw that whole thing, and I remember how I felt when I saw Fellowship, and I I felt like at the end of the first Dune very much like at the end of Fellowship like oh my god my whole life I've been waiting for someone to knock this shit out of the park and they're knocking it out of the park and Mm -hmm. then you know three years later when you see the return of the king and like you know just that was just just perfectly satisfying Mm -hmm. I'm not perfectly satisfied but also this is about I also know this is the the, probably the best adaptation of Dune I'll get in my lifetime I don't oh yeah I, do, I yeah, will say, I, I think this would be better served as a series. I think it was kind of a mistake to make this into movies. Uh, the material yeah. seems like it has to be really chopped down, like way chopped down to get it into even two very, very long movies. So, yes. I, and, and even then, so I think one of the reasons it's not fully clicking with me is because I'm not a huge fan of fantasy. And I think 
Mm. One of the reasons that is is because they don't explain a lot. There is nothing to explain with fantasy. It's just it is how it is. And I really like the details of explaining like, okay, you've got uh, these sci-fi concepts. How do they work? How have they changed society? How have people adapted to them uh, from like the world that we know? With fantasy, it just is how it is. Um, and I feel like they treated a lot of the stuff because I, I did start reading the Dune novel, uh, that original one, maybe two two years ago or a year ago before the, the first movie came out. Um, mm-hmm. And I liked what I read there, but it was going a lot more into depth on a lot of these concepts. Like, oh, yeah. For, for instance, the guy in the first one whose eyes just sort of glaze over and then he comes up with an answer for mm-hmm. the mentality. Uh, yeah for yeah um paul's dad i forget his name mr atreides Uh Uh, (laughs) the movie never explains what is actually happening there but to me it was super interesting in the book to read about it and see oh he's actually like a modified person who is basically a computer because they don't apparently use computers i don't know uh but yeah he he was basically a, a human that had been cybernetically modified or whatever to become a computer and i thought that was neat but in the movie, it's just like his eyes turn white and he spouts a number out. And it doesn't, I mean, he could be reading the guy's mind. He could be doing whatever. So I feel like that's where I wanted this to be longer and maybe explain more. Because there are some definite sci-fi concepts in there that I would think were cool. But I think they are given short shrift because we've got five hours to tell this story, six hours to tell this story. And it's a 12-hour story. Yeah, it's funny because in the first Dune, I marveled at how well he was able to establish some of those concepts without fully explaining them. And it just kind of like, you know, it worked well enough to go along with it. And yeah, there's tons more lore if you want it. But I thought like, yeah, they they really did a good job of establishing like, you know, the Spice Guild and the houses and the position that the Trades are in and the scheming of the Emperor and the Sardaukar and all that stuff was really well developed. Uh, this movie felt a lot more Lynchian in that, like, at this point, Danae's like, I'm not, yeah, like, I don't have time to explain the things I don't have time to explain, and people, I'm just going sure. to hit you with some concepts. There was a lot of uh, kind of narration and voiceover um, <laughs> with the Princess Arulian providing a lot of that. Um, uh, yeah, it yep. felt, I, I wondered a lot, like, as I was watching, like, ooh, I wonder what Jim's going to think, or like, you know, like, ooh, they didn't explain that at all. Like, is, are people going to understand what's going on with, like, Jessica, and, you know, and she's drinking this thing, or she's doing that thing, um, and the movie just, like, uh, I, 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 I'm kind of surprised when I walked out and I started looking at, you know, people's reactions. I got, you know, I was waiting for everybody to show up for the podcast, I was doing a little mm. browsing around and seeing, you know, not critic opinions, but like, you know, what the, the main thread on Reddit, r slash film was saying. And it gotcha. seems like from a, a lot of perspective, like a lot of book readers are just like, they don't care. Like this was epic and it was fucking cool. Oh, and it was I bet. Deep and important. And I don't really understand it, but I'm, I, I was surprised by that reaction. I, I was, you know, again, I could fill in a lot of the gaps from my knowledge of the books and you know yeah. again i haven't read them all because i kind of noped that in the third book when it got weird and that's not even the weirdest the novels get but yeah i it, there there is a lot more just kind of like rolling with things in this movie um i, I don't know how closely it follows the book but i if it if it's pretty close i bet this is like a dune readers uh perfect vision of a dune movie like i i think it it has the makings of a truly great movie if you can fill in some of those blanks. 
Yeah. Uh, and, and there's not even that many blanks. I don't, I don't want to say it's like, oh, there are huge holes in this movie that need to be filled in. Otherwise, it doesn't work. I think the movie works on its own merits. It's just the stuff I like about science fiction worlds isn't quite serviced the way that I would hope. Yeah. Whereas you look at something like Foundation, and we know so much about like the inner workings of the cloning process and just like sure they go into a lot of details on those things and some of those concepts are identical to the things happening here in dune yeah and it's funny because like i'm trying to think in the original narration of dune because like dune comes with at the end an appendix which is essentially herbert's doctoral thesis on the world building of dune where he just goes on and like like a college professor explains like this is what the bene gesserit's doing and this is uh, how that religious organization works and here's how the uh, houses are uh, organized and here is the life cycle of sandworms and here's an ecolo- here's a report from Kynes about the ecology of Dune and like I it's hard for me to separate um, the narr- narrative of Dune and from like the insane huh. source material that he provides as well and it, there's a little bit of that in Tolkien too because Tolkien oh yeah you know, a, there there's a an appendix that's about a sixth of the length of the entire series that has like all this crazy lore building. And sometimes, you know, when I'm thinking about Lord of the Rings, I'm thinking about that stuff, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I'm I'm honestly surprised that people like this as much uh, that non book readers like this as much as they, gotcha. they have. Um, but having said that, it is like if, if, if you don't care because that, that's the thing without all that background this does feel a lot more star warsy where it's just these are just oh, magical yeah. powers and these are just prophecies and there's these religions that are true and there's this and there's that um the 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 really political uh ecological uh, uh gender dynamic like all the things that herbert is trying to say about like politics and culture and the world kind of get lost in just the the spectacle and the epicness of it but i, I don't know boiled again, down to like a single line right like uh mm. i remember i think it was in the first movie maybe it was in the second i watched them so close together uh whereas in day is like oh yeah all of the the freemen fight together men and women we're all equals mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm like okay and that's like really the only thing they do to address that equality right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and at the um, you know at the, at the heart, they kind of, yeah, I kind of think you get the idea that the Fremen at the heart of it is kind of a matriarchy where they're led by these reverend mothers and these religious figures, and you know they also have like the leaders of the tribes. Oh. But you know mm-hmm. when they all meet at the beginning, the uh, you know there, there's I, huh. like I said some of that stuff got a little lost in translation. But I think it works really good as a magic Lord Lawrence of Arabia, and I and I, I think the, that's the thing. I like I. I think this is a weaker they weakened the this this movie to set up a better sequel. And I think the movie's strong mm-hmm. enough that it it can definitely take that sapping, but like I do wonder if they, you know, if if Danae's like, "You know what? Fuck Dune Messiah, fuck Children of Dune. I'm just going to tell Dune and then we'll figure out how to get everybody caught up to where Herbert's at in the sequels then. And uh, gotcha. but yeah, there's like I said, I, I was also amazed uh, is like, again, I really like this. I think this is a superior version of Dune, but I was also kind of blown away by how many big changes they made to the narrative. And hmm. it seems like every okay. single one of them. The question is, why did he do this? It's to service the sequel. And now I'm like, I sound like Jim where it's like, well, I got this. I got to see this Dune Messiah <laughs> well, I hear... before I can fairly judge whether or not that was a good choice. You know? Yeah. Like, I want to take the the whole work together as one piece and say, does 
does this work? Does this make yeah. sense? And is it well told? I, I hate to judge singular parts of things. Um, but who knows if we'll ever get a third one. I, I know that Villanova is talking about uh, how he's writing a script and he says he will absolutely make it if he likes it. And yeah. I can't imagine that this is going to be a flop. I'm certain yeah. it will succeed. Uh, there's got to be a handshake go. deal with the studio. They, there's got to be yeah. an open understanding because there is a there is a appearance by a megawatt star for like 15 seconds that makes no fucking sense unless uh, the next movie is entirely funded and 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 read and essentially dude. unless if this movie flops, maybe they got the ability to pull the old heart plug and let the movie bleed out. But like, there's no <laughs> fucking way. There's no fucking way that scene's in there unless they th- knew, unless Dene knew he was getting a Dune Messiah. Okay, Th- that makes way more sense because I, I, when I saw them, I was incredibly puzzled by why put why a put this person in it. I kept uh-huh. waiting for them to show back up in the movie, and they never do. And then uh-huh. <laughs> B, in the end, what did it mean? Like I, I don't even yeah. understand what the context for that scene is, but. Okay, Dune that Messiah, makes way more baby. Sense. That's that's yeah. they're setting they're setting up that. Um, so well, yeah, you gotta do I, it. Uh, otherwise it's a flawed movie. And I I can't imagine why they wouldn't. Like I'm yeah. I, I I also like I'm at like well when would they stop? Like because I can't. I, <laughs> There's so many look, of those I, books. I have gotten to some pretty weird spots in the places of Dune where I stop. And but again, the things I know just because I've delved a lot into the lore and I've seen I I just know like where at what point. Are they going to stop the adaptations? Because they can keep going. There's like six more of these books. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, they're you know you're going to you're going to have a problems where like the they're eventually going to jump thousands of years into the future, and like you know uh, they're these increasingly esoteric kind of commentaries on Her- Herbert's view of politics and okay. geopolitics and. Messiah hmm. figures and religion and yeah I'm curious to ask you about some of those because I have a reading of it I have no idea what Herbert was trying to say or if this movie even lines up with what he's trying to say um, or if this is what Villeneuve is trying to say God I've, I've gone a blank on this guy's name who is the guy who's in No Country for Old Men Javier plays Javier Bardem yeah. is incredible oh in this my film. god there is so a good. lot like um timothy chalamet i it's he's such a good paul atreides that like i almost forget to say that like oh yeah that's a good acting because he just was fucking paul atreides um yeah but like i i thought stilgar like without a guy like that because you know in the first movie you had an abundance of these colorful characters you had duncan idaho and gurney halleck and you know everybody else that's Mm -hmm. left at the beginning of this movie is so fucking serious like Even Paul and Chani, like I was expecting, I don't want to get too much in spoilers, but I expecting that to go a certain way. And it's like, they're just so serious and Mm -hmm. self-aware of the portents and the importance of everything that like without, without the character of Stilgar, I, this, this movie would be really hurting for some warmth and humanity. And like, almost like, like they play his religious devotion to comedic effect at points. And it, it really bleeds a lot of tension. Like there's a couple of scenes early in the movie where Paul's kind of trying to duck his destiny and it's almost like uh life of Brian, like Monty Python and like everything that Paul does to try like, I no, I'm not the chosen one. He, 
only the yeah. chosen one would be so humble as to say I'm uh-huh. not the chosen. Like it's just, it, I, I thought that was really funny, and it's also risky to start playing these religious people's beliefs off as jokes. But I thought it worked really well. Um, yeah, I was, I gotta say, incredibly. Pre- it, aside from, I think there are some directing choices that I don't particularly like when it comes to the actors. Um, mm-hmm. mm. I think having them go from zero to a thousand on the draw at the drop of a hat is not good especially when you have this voice thing that they do where it Mm -hmm. needs to come across as something extra forceful and with more punch you can't have people especially dave batista man i i do i hate Mm. that character i and not because i despise the character i think (laughs) it's a bad character it's 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 not i don't know there are several things in this series i think are cringe and silly like the stupid sandwalk thing i always hated that uh (laughs) I, I'm just grateful that nobody said desert power in this movie because I would have busted out laughing in the middle of this theater where people are clapping. Uh, you got people clapping in your theater? Damn. One person. Yeah. I'll okay. never be the guy who claps for Dune. I'm sorry. Um, I, had the, I had the sleepy 4 p.m. matinee audience and the yeah. theater's like half full and there was a very uh, a, a well, uh, underwhelming lack of buzz in the theater. But but Timothy Chalamet kind of blew me away. I thought I didn't think about him at all before this, and now I think yeah. of him as like an actual serious actor. Uh, same with Javier Bardem. I, I loved him already, but he blew me away again. Um, the thing is, is yeah, and I, I've seen things in Timothy. I've seen Timothy Chalamet and things that I knew he was a fine actor, but like I was suppressed by how well he played a man. Like, I think Uh that's one of the weakness of the Dune, the David Lynch movies is um, uh, Kyle McLaughlin is a beautiful person, but he's like 28 playing 15. And he feels like, you know, he feels like a like a uh, an arrested development type character. And then, of course, Uh he becomes the man. And then it's a lot more believable. And I was wondering, because like, man, Timothy Chalamet really nailed the 15 year old insecure, afraid of his destiny boy. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, like, how's he going to be when he has to, like, man, the thing, like, the things he did with his voice, and I'm not talking when he's using the capital V voice, yeah, but like the power he's able to project, yeah. like when he's rallying people at certain points in this movie and like challenging people, it's powerful, and like you believe that he can hold. So. Yeah, 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 like I, I was like, find myself like converting, you know, like being skeptical <laughs> of like, are yep. these guys gonna fall? These are tough dudes tough guys and gals uh, and the movie doesn't work th- without that performance like the, the that's it the really thing. doesn't like, i need to believe i need to both believe in this guy and and other things about this guy at the same time i won't i won't get into spoilers here but i need to believe in this person and yeah. feel like i want to follow him and damn it he nails it uh i thought rebecca ferguson was amazing yep. very spooky performance by her um yeah, um, I, the Stellan Skarsgård has continued. I think kill it as the Baron. Um, I I will say I'm. So they expand on the Harkonnens a little bit in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. Not as much as I would have liked. I want I want to know what makes the Harkonnens tick, other than their S and M bondage freaks. Like <laughs> it seems to be just like their thing. But I want to know yeah. like why? How did they get this way? I'm. I'm kind of curious about the society there Uh, and they show us a little more of that society and the stuff we see is freaking metal, which Mm -hmm. I'm always in for. I thought that stuff was awesome. At the same time, it left me a little bit cold because the, 
I, I was so blown away by the presentation of the Harkonnens in the first movie. There's nothing that took it yet again over the top for me. The things I saw were just like, oh, okay, these are Harkonnens. Yeah, I was because yeah, that's another weakness of the thing at the Lynch version is the Harkonnens are just insane, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's definitely a part of her core identity. But mm-hmm. uh, and I guess they did like, you know, this Baron was a lot more cold and calculating, intelligent and doesn't didn't seem as nakedly as insane as some other portrayals. I've seen him where guys are uh. just really swinging for defenses. But but yeah, <laughs> like, uh, y- yeah, like everything about their world and c- culture just seems ugly. Like I've never seen an oh, ugly yeah. firework before. But thanks to the Harkonnens, <laughs> I now know what ugly fireworks look like. Sure. Uh, what 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 fireworks that that do the opposite of spark awe and joy? <laughs> yeah, that was super interesting. I I did love the visual of their black sun. That, yeah, well, how does that work? How do you have a sun I don't that know. only projects polarized white light? Uh, yeah, it's, it's I don't crazy. know, but it looks damn cool. I gotta say that. Yeah. And the world it will kind of shrunk a bit because like all the cool things that I thought they nailed like the min tats and the stuff like that that's just gone. Like there are. The, yeah the, 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 and you never well okay spoiler section for that yeah stuff, keep on wanting to get maybe much. we should maybe just we should maybe we should get to there yeah. uh yeah jim's underwhelmed or didn't it didn't touch him it's, it's um, just I, not for me i recognize its quality it's not for me i found it uh, just excellent and satisfying but in a weird depressed way like a <laughs> you know it's um it, it's kind of like um uh-huh. It, it feels more it felt more like I watched something like uh, uh this is a bad and I can't say that as an example. Um I felt like something more like a Braveheart or a gladiator where the ending is depressing even though the hero is ultimately you know, I guess like victorious uh, kind of. victorious. And is that yeah. too big of a spoiler? Uh probably. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um I, I don't know. I, I We should probably get in the spoiler section. Let's do the thing that we do to get into the spoiler section, which is talk about trailers. Uh, also, before we get to that, I want to talk about upcoming movies. We just talked about Dune 2. That was the big project. Uh, we've got Love Lies Bleeding, March 14th. Excited to see that. March 21st, we'll be talking. This is a digital release, but it's a brand new movie, Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. Gotta see it at Roadhouse. And a question mark. Maybe maybe it'll be a, uh, an exclamation mark, or maybe it'll be a period. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong: The New Empire saw a big trailer for that tonight. Or at least Me I too. did. Uh, that's April 11th. That's another possibility. Um, we'll see. We'll see. And then like Hollywood's still coming out of its uh, slumber. Uh, s- s- releases are changing uh, constantly. Um, we'll we'll see. But those are those are that's that's how the the next month looks for us. We'll be right back with more bald move after this brief pause. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And now, back with more Bald Move. So trailers, I want to say up front that uh, I felt like there was a Bald Move trailer where they just had back-to-back The Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live, and Shogun promos. Uh, oh, really? The, 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 yeah, before the movie started. I thought that was interesting. Um, yeah, Shogun's been advertised everywhere, man. Yeah, it's it's real good. It's real good. Mm-hmm. Um, this um, Ryan Reynolds project that stars a little ass kicker too from The Walking Dead, Judith, the Imaginary Friends. Um, yeah, if. I yeah yeah I'm uh I'm not gonna see that not <laughs> out in the th- theaters. But uh, I you know no. it's funny because like I back when Jack was a kid and I wouldn't to see animated movies, I defended him a lot more being like, Oh yeah, no, that's, those are good. Those Pixar movies are good. I don't know whether like I've gotten a little bit jaded by the movies lately, or I just don't have a reason to go see them anymore. But like when I see animated cartoons with, unless I hear a lot of buzz, like I really yeah. like Moana, I really like Coco, but like this, I'm like, eh, this looks like a kid film. I'm not interested in kid films anymore. They want to get grandkids. I'll be interested in them again, but uh, sure. it kind of I don't care. I don't I don't give a shit. Uh, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. I kind of give a shit about this. I kind of want to see this. I didn't see the last yeah. one where they introduced uh, Finn yeah. Wolfhard and as, yeah. as Venkman's kid or sorry, not Venkman. Uh, what's his name? You got me, man. I don't the, I, 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 I don't <laughs> the know. Harold Ramis one. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. Yeah, yeah. Slob Gobber, I think, is his name. It's, it's not Egon, is it? Is it Egon? Egon, you got it, Egon. Okay. Um, I so I yeah, like I you know we just watched the Ghostbusters. That's a really great film. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't see the 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 most recent one either, and but I heard that it had cameos of a lot of the surviving Ghostbusters, like you know, and this one it seems like unless they're fooling us, all the surviving cast original Ghostbusters are a big part of this movie. Um and See, it, it seems like including it. Bill Murray, yeah, with some funny lines in the trailer. Like I kind of want to see it. Yeah, I mean it looks we'll like it'll be fun, at the very least. I've already Although, discussed Twisters. Oh, go ahead. Uh, they, they, I feel like I'm gonna be so sick of the bust and makes me feel good joke by the time we get to the theater on this one. That oh yeah, I'm just gonna roll my eyes. Yeah, plus Carrie Coon. Yeah, yeah, she's their mom. I fucking don't know, but she's their the guardian movie. of choice after Egon's like obliterated by ghosts. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, have we talked about Twisters? I think we might have, but we can talk about it again. I, I'm just left cold by the trailer, man. I that first movie is such a special has such a special place in my heart, and I don't know why I'm not feeling it for this film, but I am really not feeling it for this film. I feel like they're like, trying I think to... this might be a stinker, like a, an offensive stinker. It's possible. I think, I think they're twisting the story just enough to be interesting, but they're not going to have, they're not going to have, uh, who's, who's the master? Bill Paxton? No. The extreme the master. Phil. Carrie Eloise? 
<laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, they're not oh, going to have Philip Seymour oh. Hoffman, who was pretty colorful in that movie. A lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, they yeah, have a poor I... man's replacement for Philip Seymour Hoffman. And, and, and again, yeah, I'm not rooting for this film to, to fail. I want it to succeed. I'm just saying I've seen the trailer with my eyes and my eyes are saying, ooh, I don't know. I don't, I don't There's know. There's two of it's... them now, though. Twice the danger, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bigger and better is always better. Big, bigger is always better, I should say. I think what they're doing is trying to destroy tornadoes, and I'm assuming they caused the double twister. I'm assuming, like, because uh, this, this, uh, the, the, what was the name of the can of, of Dorothy. cans? Dorothy. Hmm? Dorothy. Dorothy, yeah. Right? I think this movie's Dorothy is actually meant to disrupt the wind patterns in tornadoes. Mm-hmm. This is all based on just one line yeah. from the trailer. Um, so maybe, you know, you disrupt it and, oh, it suddenly turns into two. You know, that's what really bugs me is because I felt like Twister, like Jurassic Park, used, like, state-of-the-art understanding of a tornadoes to make tornadoes really interesting and, like, you know, stuck to the science and, like, mm-hmm. told... And this, I don't know, man. This feels like Jurassic World where they're crossbreeding genetically superior tornadoes and it's just not going to be any kind of grounded in any kind of reality at all. And also everyone, they've yeah. replaced Bill Paxson and Helen Hunt with just fundamentally unlikable shit people. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see, yeah. I don't know. Who is this guy? Who is this guy? I've seen this guy. This guy's like 3D to, yeah. printed. This guy was yeah. 3D printed at CCA and he's he's starring in this movie. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, you know, I just talked to a bunch of mad shit about kids and cartoons. Uh, Kung Fu Panda 4 I might see. Oh. Because okay. I, I never saw the third one, but the first one was really good. The second mm-hmm. one was like the Empire Strikes Back of Kung Fu Pandas. <laughs> like, holy wow. shit, it's just as okay. good and it has a heart and it's moving. And I fucking might go see this kid's film. Uh, but it, it could be terrible, too. I don't know. Uh, uh, what about King Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes? It's the first time oh, I've seen I didn't this trailer. trailer. This yeah, this is the this is like a full expanded trailer. It looks like the plot is going to be um, a particular faction of the monkeys uh, are going to, you know, want to join with the tribes of humans that are still left, and it's like apes together strong. But now mm-hmm. all the hominids are. I, I I don't know. I the thing is, is I feel like I have to sit down and watch nine hours of monkey movies to catch up to this. Yeah, and yeah, you probably do. If this movie's good, I don't mind doing that. But like, man, this movie also looks really hokey. And you won't know until it comes out. So yeah, yeah. One of um, I think we've talked about this Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare. Uh, Henry uh-huh. Cavill unhinged. That is definitely going to be a day one watch. Correct. Yeah, that looks like a lot of fun. Here's an interesting one. Uh. They're making another tennis movie, like every 20 years. The last one had Paul Bettany and Kristen Dunst. They're doing one with Zendaya called Challengers. If they did one with Scarlett Johansson and some other attractive dude. Oh, uh, was it every decade? I thought it was every 20 years. They have to do they. Oh, tennis match is a sport. Point. Can, I, I don't understand. What I is the impulse that. to make tennis sexy? Like, what? what is it? Is it all of grunting? It's the grunting, isn't it? I don't think everyone grunts. Uh, yeah, like, you have uh, to. It's a rule. That's uh that's uh more of a, a, a sexy Russian t- tennis player thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. The zero interest, zero interest in seeing this movie. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, here. what about Godzilla Kong: The New Empire? Oh, this looks so ridiculous, man. They gave they 
They gave King yes. Kong a punching glove. Like uh, he's got an infinity mechanical. <laughs> yes, an infinity gauntlet. Right. Tony Stark made this giant monkey a metal fist for some reason. I uh, in, in a cave. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, I, there's the they got silly. a Donkey Kong Junior running around. Uh, they know, added man, Dan Stevens. Weird. Oh, they did. Yeah. Do you think it's a, do you think it's the first does it feel like a first run bald movie? Not really. Yeah. April eleventh might be in, in, in danger here. Uh probably something yeah. else to see too. Like And then finally what? Probably oh, something else to see like. Uh Furiosa? Yeah. Which I was today years old when I found that also starred Chris Hemsworth. Oh yeah, me too. I didn't know. I did not know that. that with this. He's this not new looking super Hemsworthy though. New He's, trailer. Yeah, something about him just doesn't look like Chris. Hemsworth. I thought Chris Hemsworth was going to stop acting for a while. How is he in so that, like every movie? I, I guess that was like a like um that was a confluence of headlines about him where he had just recently found out he had genetic markers of Alzheimer's and also he had an unrelated health thing or maybe he was taking time off to be with his wife because she had just given birth. And mm. uh, there was like a conflate that he was immediately retiring from. And he's like, no, I'm not, you know, like, <laughs> okay, I, yeah, I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. So it's uh, evidence. Lots it's of extractions. Obvious now that he didn't retire because he's in a lot of stuff. But yeah, this looks yeah. cool. I mean, look, if you like Fury Road, how can you not think you're going to like this? Yeah, I can't wait to see what George Romero comes up with. Uh, no, no, not George Romero. Miller. That's the zombie guy. George Miller. Thank you. I can't wait to see what the Madman uh, comes up with. I'm also curious to see how this works without Mad Max or if Mad Max yeah. will be kind of in the background. Like they'll suggest that maybe him and Furiosa cross paths before she was the Furiosa. It's uh, the Mad Max I, saga. Yeah, um, they're, they're branching out the world. I will say Anya Taylor-Joy looks intense in that. She's magnetic. I oh yeah. She, I don't know what she's got, but like yeah, I I watched ten hours of chess just to see her acting in it. Um, mm-hmm. I've been uh yeah, she, I, she's been incredible in everything I've ever seen her, and starting from The Witch. Yep. Uh, I'm very curious to see uh how how she she uh looks in this. Did you have any other? Because I had a couple that you didn't have, which is no. wild. That was seeing it. it in the same theater, just one hour apart. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Let's get to the spoiler section. If you want to hear our spoiler-filled thoughts about Dune 2, well, there's only one thing for it. you got to go support.baldmove.com and give us some money. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's the only way that you're going forward. So support.baldmove.com. Uh, it's not just this. You don't get this, just the spoiler-free uh, bald movies or spoiler-filled bald movie reviews. Uh, ad-free feeds, tons of bonus audio and video content on a weekly basis. Check it out, support.baldmove.com. Everybody else, all club members, come on to the spoiler section with us. Mm-hmm.